Hey, hey, welcome back to Parentheses the Podcast. My name is Belle, and this is my podcast where I talk about all things business, uh, books, um, branding, marketing, copywriting, pretty much anything I feel like talking about. And I just want to set the stage for you because I am drinking a brand new flavor of AHA, which as you know, is my absolute favorite type of sparkling water, um, or as they call it on this can, sparkling water beverage. And (laughs) I am drinking a new flavor. We've never had these before. It is the pineapple and passion fruit flavor. And I wasn't really sure what I was going to think about it, but I'm a, I'm a fan and I've only had maybe two or three sips. So who knows, maybe it will be too much to have a whole, uh, whole glass of this, but, um, the flavor itself is great. We'll see if it, it's a good one to have like multiple of, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely good. Um, my favorite, I think is still the, I think it's peach and honey, I think is the one that I I get all the time. Um, Still my favorite, but uh, this one is definitely good. So I am drinking my sparkling water and it is a cozy evening and I'm looking out. It is not quite fully dark yet, um, but it is getting there and there's like lights turning on. It's looking very cozy outside. There's some snow um, on the rooftops and everything. So I'm feeling a bit cozy. I'm in a nice hoodie and um, just finished cleaning the house and doing a whole bunch of grocery shopping um, and laundry and all those amazingly fun things. (laughs) Um, But I am really excited for today's episode. I am in a cozy mood, so I thought I would cover some kind of cozy, more personal topics um, in today's episode. Um, And I'm really excited to hop into them. We're going to be talking about um, my review of Enola Holmes 2. (laughs) I'm going to hop into that right away. Uh, talking a little bit about some personal updates from the week. Uh, and then I'm going to cover uh, a bit of a recap of my wedding dress shopping, have lots of thoughts to share on that. Um, and then I'm going to be sharing some reflections, ideas, thoughts, insights on friendships in your 20s, um, which I, I'm i excited to, to share with you. I was kind of jotting down some ideas. I, I listened to, um, I've of course, listened to podcasts. I listen to many podcasts every single day, but um, I listened to a couple, couple, uh, a couple of podcasts a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they were covering a bit of this topic, and it just got me really thinking a lot about it, um, just about having friendships as um, an adult um, coming out of your teenage years and into your mid twenties, um, and how um, friendships are so wonderful, so so wonderful, but so weird as an adult, and I'm going to be covering a bunch of that in the episode today. So uh, let's start with, let's start with what I've been up to this week. And what I've mostly been up to this week is working. Uh, It was a major productivity working week, did not do a ton of extracurriculars or anything uh, like that, but I did watch Enola Holmes 2, which just recently came on Netflix. And uh, it was Okay, I have a. I'm not sure if this is um, a crazy take or if lots of people feel this way, but I didn't love the first one. Um, Enola Holmes. Um, it's it's a it's not a satire. It's like a comedy show, uh, a comedy movie that Netflix created. I want to say a few years ago at this point uh, that Millie Bobby Brown, who of course loved from Stranger Things, um, did. Uh, she stars as the. I think it's the little sister of Sherlock Holmes and her name's Enola. And, um, the first one was not my favorite. It was a really cool concept, but I just felt like it was a bit of a 
bad narrative. Like this, the actual story itself wasn't super, super engaging. I remember feeling really bored watching it. Um, and then the end was kind of blah. Like I just, I wasn't super into it. I loved the idea. I love Millie Bobby Brown, but I just, I didn't love it. Um, and so when the first, the second one came out, uh, just recently, I was like, yeah, I don't know if we'll end up watching it. And then just randomly, I was like really in the mood for just something kind of fun and light. And I was like, oh, I'll just kind of have this on in the background ended up loving it, like absolutely loved it, thought it was so much better than the first one. Um, There were definitely still a few points that were a little ridiculous and things like that, but um, overall, such a better watch than the first one, in my opinion anyways, and I really loved how they played a ton more with her talking to, like breaking the fourth wall, talking to the camera, Um, so definitely really, really loved. It's the same kind of idea she like solves a mystery solves a crime kind of throughout and then it all ties into um some historical um uh pieces which it did in the first one as well um and then of course Sherlock is kind of in it for a little bit he kind of plays a part and um her mom who's uh Helena Boham Carter who uh does a great job she's a pretty small role in the in this recent one but um everyone did great and I thought it was really fun it was really long I was kind of shocked at how long the movie was um but I just thought they did a great job I think that what they were trying to do with the first one I felt like they really accomplished in the second one and I really really liked it so if you felt the same as I did and didn't love the first one a ton, I would still actually really recommend this second one that just came out. Um, and if you love the first one, then you probably will love the second one as well. But so I did get into that this week and that was really good. I also, uh, did get a little bit into the holidays this week. Uh, my mom came to visit, which is going to play into, uh, part of my wedding dress shopping weekend, but my mom, uh, did like a semi surprise weekend and came to visit me for last weekend when, uh, I went wedding dress shopping. So she got to join with that and FaceTime some of my sisters and it was so, so lovely to have her. Um, and she, uh, loves Christmas so, so much. And so we ended up watching some Christmas movies while she was uh, visiting for the weekend last weekend. And that was great. Um, Really kicked us off into Christmas uh, vibes, which I love Christmas, of course, but I do sometimes struggle with hopping in a little too early because only not because I don't like it. In fact, I love it so, so much. Um, But both Josh and I, my partner and I really, uh, we love it so much that it's like you almost don't want to get into it too early because then sometimes by like closer to actual Christmas day, I start to get a little bit um, less excited, which I don't want to feel. So that's why I sometimes try to ease myself in. I know a lot of people this year are really, really into Christmas right off the bat. Um, like as soon as November 1st hit, they were like, yes, let's go. Let's play the music. Let's decorate. Like let's get into it, which I love. Um, if you can keep that going for two full months, um, with, if you can, that's amazing. <laughs> I sometimes need to take it a little slower, um, or else by, um, like the days before Christmas, I'm a little less, um, all excited than I would be. Um, so I've been kind of easing in and part of that which uh I was so so excited to do was we got to go to a friend's place and help uh decorate his Christmas tree um unfortunately his roommate couldn't make it which was a bummer but um we did cookie baking and decorated their Christmas tree um and got it up and set up and and a bunch of decor things it was just really sweet I was realizing um we may not get to do that at our place because we bought a Christmas tree (laughs) um a a fake one like we bought a a Christmas tree we could reuse over and over uh, back at our old place and then because of all that moving craziness um 
which you can go back and listen to the episode where I talk all about our our crazy moving experience. Um, I think it's episode two. Um, But because we had a bit of a crazy moving time um, and ended up not getting to bring all of our, uh, all of our things with us uh, when we moved, our Christmas tree is still back um, on at our, at our, uh, at my in-laws place. And so that is kind of a bummer because I was so excited because we had bought it. We were like getting all prepped. We have some decor things. And I'm really struggling with the idea of buying all new decor and everything because we have a big box of it sitting back on Vancouver Island. So anyways, um, that's a little bit here nor there. The actual Christmas tree decorating was so fun. Um, so nice. We played uh, some music and we watched a Christmas movie. Um, we watched um, Love the Coopers, but for some reason it was called Christmas at the Coopers. I'm not sure if they changed the name of this movie, but it's either called Love the Coopers or Christmas at the Coopers. And we watched it on Prime, I believe. And it's a super weird Christmas movie. Like it's kind of weird is a strong word. Like it's a bit untraditional. It's a bit quirky. Quirky is a good word. I think that's what I would call it. It's a very quirky Christmas movie, but I absolutely love it. Like absolutely love it. It's one of my faves. Um, I cried like eight times. It was, it's so sweet. It's so kind of unique. It's really, really, um, interesting the way the storyline kind of plays out and all the different narratives. And I just think it's really good. Um, and I know that's potentially, uh, not everyone does cause it's not like a super traditional Christmas movie in lots of ways. Um, but I really, really liked it. And if you also like it, hit me up because it's such a, it's such a unique one and it doesn't take center stage often, but it is so, so good and has a great cast too. Like a quite all-star cast to be honest. Um, but yeah, so we did that and Christmas tree decorated and I'm feeling, feeling in a spirit for sure. Um, not quite ready to go full on and like get all my shopping done or anything. Um, but, uh, definitely feeling really ready to get into the spirit and start like slowly listening to music and watching a few more movies and stuff. Um, I'm super curious, uh, definitely do connect with me on Instagram and let me know what you've been doing, but, um, it feels like a lot of people are really diving headfirst into Christmas this year. Um, and I'm really curious if you are um, hopping directly into any of your holidays you celebrate in this time of year. Um, or if you are feeling a little cautious like me and wanting to um, just dip your toe in slowly, um, which is how I'm feeling for sure. But um, definitely uh, really looking forward to the next few weeks when it kind of becomes even closer to December and we get more and more into it. Um, the last thing that I wanted to touch on this week, just because I just want to shamelessly plug it, um, is I also did a bit of an update to the Bell White creative website, which is bellwhite.ca. And I am really proud of it. It looks so much better (laughs) from what it was before. It has all my up-to-date services on it, um, has all my up-to-date, um, like resources, tools, information. Um, and I have put a bit of work into it over the past few weeks and it is now live. So feeling really excited about that. That was a project for the week and definitely do check it out. If you haven't already, there's blog posts, there's, um, links to this podcast, podcast, of course, there's information resources. Um, and, uh, it also looks really pretty if I do say so myself. So feeling pretty good about that. Um, okay. So now we've kind of touched on some basic personal little updates of the week. I want to talk about wedding dress shopping. So for anyone who does not know, I got engaged 
ooh, spring of this year. Um, so, uh, I guess a while ago at this point, five, five, six months, five months, I want to say four, four to five months. <laughs> anyway, got, got engaged a while ago and wedding, um, planning and everything has been something that, um, I have some really complex feelings about and wedding dress shopping was no different. I am obviously so excited to get to marry, um, my partner and, and so excited to celebrate with all our friends and just really, really excited for the actual day. But I feel like I want to talk about the mixed feelings because if anyone else is planning a wedding or maybe you end up planning one in the next while, or, um, maybe you have planned one, you're like, why was no one talking about this? I just really appreciated when a lot of my friends really, um, uh, had a lot of empathy for a lot of these feelings and kind of, and, and made me, made me feel a little less alone in this. So I thought I would touch on it, the good and the bad, um, and the, just the different, the different experiences and different emotions that come with something like this. And, um, wedding dress shopping is, uh, was kind of one of those things that I had I, very similar feelings to, um, wedding shopping or sorry, wedding planning in general, which is that I was really excited about a cool experience that obviously I'm, you know, only experience, you know, once and I, I want to make sure I, I do it and I get to have this cool experience and make it fun and, and do it the way I would like to and all those things. But I also had a lot of insecurities, to be honest, um, in doing like putting together kind of, okay, who's going to come and get to do this with me? Do I do it more than one time? Um, do I try to, you know, purchase a dress right away or do I just try to see what I, uh, what styles I like, do I, <laughs> there's, there was just a lot, there was, you know, and even little things like, um, you know, deciding which spots you're going to hit and how much of a day it's going to take up and, um, you know, what your budget is going to be. And just, there was a lot of little things that I think you don't always think about when you just see it, um, on TV or in movies, or maybe a friend is mentioning that they did it with one of their friends and they're just talking about all the good things. And it really is so good. And I'm going to kind of talk about that in a minute here, but I do just want to say like, if you are overwhelmed by wedding dress shopping or, um, you're maybe a friend of yours is, is planning some wedding dress shopping and is feeling overwhelmed, like it is a very normal thing to feel. And I chatted with a few friends as I was kind of putting it together and organizing it. And, um, anyone who has done it feels very similar <laughs> from my experience, which is that it is so exciting and you're so, you know, hoping that it's this really fun uh, time and, um, and sometimes people really want it to be quite serious and you really want to pick a dress. And then other times, um, you know, people do it with only one or two people and it's really like intimate. And then other times they make it this party, like there's all different ways to do it. And that's the whole other thing is you have to kind of decide that of like, decide what kind of experience do I want this to be? And you can have more than one. So you can, you know, plan several times that you do it with different people and have different experiences. There's so much to consider is I guess what I'm saying and not to overwhelm anybody, but I just think that it is very, normal if you do feel a little bit um, overwhelmed or unsure or a little bit stressed out about the experience. And then there is the whole thing that you are having a bunch of people come watch you try, try on clothes for like several hours. And I... Um, I love myself a lot and I'm, I'm very happy. I'm on, on my health kind of journey right now and I'm, I'm working out lots and, and eating, you know, well and all those things. But, um, it is definitely 
I stress <laughs> if you, um, like I don't even really like going to try on jeans sometimes. Like I have to be in the right mood. And so to think that I'm just inviting a whole bunch of people to come like watch me try on clothes, um, is definitely something that I was kind of struggling with a little bit. I was like, what if, you know, a dress doesn't look right or it kind of is it's too big or too small and I'm feeling, or maybe I'm insecure about how something looks in it or, or I don't whatever, like it. And I, I, it was definitely something that came into my mind several times and, Um, so I just wanted to say, if you are also feeling that, like I had to kind of ask some friends about that. And and a lot of people said the exact same thing. Like, "Um, of course it feels super weird. And of course you're going to have these kind of questions or insecurities kind of heading into something like that. And that's super normal. And it's great if you don't, it's honestly awesome. But, um, it is just, it's very normal to have those feelings. And I would just say after I recently did it, so my mom, um, as I said, came into town. And so she came with me. Um, she FaceTimed some of my sisters, which was lovely. I sent photos to a bunch of friends who, unfortunately, obviously we couldn't all be in the same exact place. I have friends all over the place. Um, but, um, I did have some amazing friends, uh, who live in, uh, Calgary, uh, the city I'm located in. Um, I did have a bunch of them come join. And, um, so there was four of them plus my mom plus me. So it was a group of six of us and we went for coffee before and then hit two places that were both in the same building. One was a much nicer um, wedding dress shop, like a, a more expensive kind of designer dress place. And then one was a bit of a less expensive, still beautiful, um, but they sell a lot of bridesmaid dresses as well. So it was just a bit of a different look of the dresses, a little bit simpler, um, less fabric, those kinds of things. And so we did two. So I think it ended up being two and a half hours of shopping and then then we went out for some food and drinks after. So it was a lovely day. It was a full day. I decided to book like a full day of it instead of just trying to do like an evening or a shorter um, trip. And I, I would recommend it is fun to do like a full day um, and just not feel too stressed about kind of making it only be an hour or something like that. Um, and it was amazing. And I have to say like the friends who came to support and cheer me on were incredible. So thank you so much to all of you who were so supportive, so loving. Um, they got to actually help pick out a few dresses that I was going to try on, um, which was super fun. And um yeah, it was just, it was a really wonderful experience. And, um, when I walked in, I was like still feeling a little bit nervous, but, um, I think the biggest thing that made a difference was first of all, of course, having supportive people around you, um, people who are going to love you and support you and be there for you. Um, as you're kind of trying on all these different dresses and you're wanting to, you know, I came out and everyone be like, woo, so it looks so good. Um, and then ask questions like, do you like this? Do you like these sleeves? Do you like this cut or whatever? So it was really good to try to figure out what style, um, I was in too. That was great. Um, and then the biggest thing, honestly, besides the people around you, who you bring to support you was the fact that I had zero pressure. That was number one. Um, so I did not like think I was going to buy a dress that day. I just wanted to see what styles I liked, um, and then kind of go from there. And that, you know, took the pressure off a lot for myself anyways. Um, and everyone's different of course. Um, but that was my experience personally. And the other thing was having a really incredible stylist. So I think that's just something to really keep in mind is that sometimes, um, the people who are, you know, zipping you into the dresses or, um, the first place that I went, uh, they had to kind of put like different pieces of fabric in the back or put clips to make sure that it looked like it fit. And that was actually one piece of advice that a friend of mine gave me. And she goes, just, you know, you're going to try on dresses and you're going to put them on and you're going to call the stylist in and it won't look like it 
fits you. Either it's too big or too small or a sleeve looks weird or whatever. And they, if they're good at their job, they will really make sure that by the time you step out of the dressing room and you show everybody, it looks like it fits you. And they, they're pros. Like this is their job. They know how to do this. And I have to say, I had the most wonderful, understanding, supportive stylist. I'll give her a shout out. Actually, I went to Love Note in um, Inglewood, Calgary, um, and Nadine was the the woman who helped me and was incredible. So, so lovely. Um, really made sure that every time I stepped out of the dressing room, I felt really good, um, felt like it fit and it just made it such a better experience and was just so much, so understanding if I you know, didn't like a dress or something. She was like, I'm taking it out. I'll we'll, we'll replace it with this other one. It's very similar to other ones you're liking. So just really, really positive stylist experience and really, really positive people around me. And those were two things that really made the whole thing like so good. Um, the zero, you know, zero pressure to like purchase a dress that day was also great. <laughs> um, but I definitely do think like those are things to keep in mind as you're kind of planning. Um, if you want to have this experience and kind of what you want it to be like, just keeping that in mind and going to somewhere that has great reviews um, is definitely, uh, a big piece of making it a more fun experience. And so ultimately it was amazing. I loved uh, my day. I'm going to have so many, uh, fond memories of it. Um, it's always tough because obviously not every single person you love can be in one room as you try on dresses. And so I missed obviously my sisters and my grandma and my and my mother-in-law and my my amazing friends who I would have loved to be there. But overall, I got to send some really fun photos and talk about it after with people. And, and uh, you know, a friend FaceTimed me um, that next week and we talked all about it and stuff. So that was also really lovely. So just keeping in mind that, you know, not every single person you love can be a part of that. And just, and just understanding that was also good because I was... Um, obviously thinking about that as I was kind of planning out what, uh, what the day was going to be like and what that experience would be like. But, um, so yeah, I hope that this little, um, I mean, it was kind of long, but I hope that this, um, sharing of the experience for me and just the ups and downs, it was, it was truly incredible. Like I really did not need to feel stressed at all. It was really amazing. Um, but just keeping in mind some of those points, I hope that it helps if you are either heading into that, or maybe you will in the next few years, or if you have a friend who's going through that and maybe is having some of these feelings, um, it just is good to know you're not alone in those and that it's very, very normal. Um, and just those were my tips (laughs) and to have a nice fun big meal after (laughs) that we went and got nachos and it was actually super fun um so yeah just making a bit of experience of it and I know lots of people have done it different ways some people went like just with their mom or went with a whole bunch of girlfriends and then did something separate with family and like all those kinds of things there's so many ways to do it but um yeah. Anyways, I hope, I hope that is helpful in some way, shape or form. Um, I know for me, I love hearing, um, just different people's experiences to make sure that, um, I don't know, it just, it's validating to know that, um, it's not always perfect or it's not always what you see on Instagram. Um, but that it's still really, truly good. And so that was, um, just what I wanted to share today. Um, and it kind of segues into the other thing I wanted to talk about today, which is talking about being, <laughs> being a friend, having friends, um, how to make friends, all those kinds of things as, um, a 20 year old, because, and I obviously I'm only 25, so I, I can't speak to every single uh, person's experience of being, you know, friends or having friends in different stages of adulthood. But I do know that, um, friendships are, 
weird and wonderful and lovely and tough and all those things. And that just kind of maximizes when you are entering into adulthood from being in high school or um, friends from when you were kids and all those kinds of things. So I wanted to kind of touch on that because um, part of the wedding dress shopping experience really it really made me realize what amazing friends I do have and the friends that came to support on the day. Uh, my mom coming to support was amazing. Um, my sisters who FaceTimed in and you know texted me their favorites. Um, the friends that I sent uh, photos to who were just so supportive and wanted to see all the different options. And it just really made me reflect a lot on friends because... I have never really felt like someone who has like a ton of friends. Um, and I know that's weird because obviously um, I think when you look at people and some people have like a big group that they hang out with all the time and it's kind of like, oh, that's one type of having friends. And then there's people who have like a best friend from when they were a kid um, or several, you know, best friends. It's like sister of the traveling pants type thing. And like, <laughs> that's a whole other, you know, thing about friendships is that you feel like these friendships are going to be like you see in movies and then they're not, or maybe they are <laughs> whatever. But I, I feel like there's just so many types of friends you can have. And sometimes I look at different people and their friendships or their network around them. And I go, huh, like that's so different than what I have. And then there's the whole thing about, you know, if you have a partner and then they have friends and you kind of become friends with them or, um, like there's just so many layers, I guess is kind of how I feel about friendships. And I've never really felt like someone who has, you know, a, like a bajillion friends, but then as you're like planning a wedding and you start kind of thinking about all the people you would like to be there to celebrate and, and come help have a party <laughs> and, and have a great time. Um, you start to really reflect on like, Oh my gosh, we know these people. And, and maybe these are more people I know from work, or these are people I know from childhood or, and there's just so many different types of friends you can have. And I think I hear a lot of people talk a lot about like how to make friends. And that's something that I had to really look at when um, I moved. I've never moved to a, like a, a brand new city before. Um, again, only being 25, only done so many moves in my life. Um, but I think that uh, making friends was a topic that I was thinking about a lot as we moved several months ago. Um, and then um, you know, thinking about friendships a lot as we do this wedding planning and all that kind of stuff. So friendships have just been something, um, on my mind. As I said, I listened to a few podcast episodes that kind of touched on a few elements of friendship, um, as, as an adult. And, um, that got me thinking as well. So I've just been doing a lot of thinking about it and I have a couple different thoughts. Um, number one is I think the, the point that I just made about the different types of friends and how everyone around you likely has, different types of friendships. So like I know people who have, um, you know, a group of friends from high school that they still are best friends with. And like, that's, you know, that's a type of friendship. And like, that's a very long-term friendship. You've known each other through a lot of things. You've grown up, you know, with those people. And I have friends like that where I've, you know, grown up with them or gone through a lot of different stages of life with them. Um, and then there are friends who you make who are like brand new friends, right? And you, you've just made them. And sometimes you hang out with them a ton. Sometimes you only see them so often. I have friends, you know, specific to work things or business type friends who I talk a lot of business with. Um, and then friends who, um, you know, I played soccer with and like, there's all just, I just feel like as an adult, that's the one thing that I've really had to kind of recognize is that number one, um, well, I guess there's two things. Um, number one is that everyone around you has different types of friends. So sometimes I feel jealous of people who have, you know, a best friend from when they were, 
children all the way to now. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't really have that exact thing that I talk to them all the time. At least I have lots of friends from, from childhood that I love and appreciate so, so much, but not that I like talk to every single day <laughs> or, you know, talk to all the time. And then I see people who have that and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't really have that. Or, um, I'll see people who have these huge groups, like really, really big groups of people that they see constantly. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't really feel like I have that either. Like that's a huge group. And like, they all seem to be hanging out all the time. Um, and so what I've really decided is what I definitely have are all different types and they are all amazing and wonderful and I appreciate them all so much. But I think that's something I really had to recognize is that you can just have all these different types of friends in your life as an adult and that is normal. That's like very, very normal. And what you see on a movie or what you see maybe your other friend have or something like that, that's awesome for them too. Like it's so great that they have those types of friends, but maybe they don't have these other types of friends that you might have. And I just think there's so many different ways that you can connect with people and interact with other humans in your life. Um, and that's something that I've, I don't know, it's for me really recognizing that and, um, reflecting on it has been super helpful, especially as we move. And some of my friends who I used to talk to or, or spend time with, you know, all the time have become more of like long distance friends who I text and I, you know, visit and we plan trips and all those kinds of things. So it's just like, it, it evolves a lot and there are all these different types And knowing that as an adult, that's like really, really normal. And in fact, most people in your life have that where they have all these different types of friendships. It's very, it feels good. It feels good that you're not alone. It feels good that it's okay that there's not just one type of friendship to have in your 20s. Um, It's not like you just have to have this whole big group that all know each other. And I know a lot of people who have like all these different friends from all these different areas. And just to know that that is... um, that we all kind of share that as we head into our twenties, because before we were all, you know, in high school or doing all these similar activities that we did, you know, starting from a younger age into our, our teenage years. And then to think that as an adult, you, you know, friends move or friends like shift focuses or friends like uh, partner up and all these different things. And then all of a sudden everyone has, I think this just bigger range of where you can make connections and how you can connect with people. Okay, so I've been talking a lot about this different kinds of friendships thing, and I feel like you've probably got the point. Um, But I do uh, think that that plays into this making friends conversation quite a lot because I hear a lot of people talk on social media and stuff about, you know, like, here's how, how do you make friends as Natalie? It's so tough um, because we all get into our routines and we all have these things we do. And then the people that you interact with on the daily just become those are the people you interact with. And if you don't, you know, maybe you have lots of people you interact with at work, but you're not like outside of work friends. And so then, you know, when you're done work, it's like, who are the people that I spend time with then? Or, um, so I think this making friends conversation, especially if you move somewhere or maybe something in your life really shifts, you go through a breakup or you go through a, um, a relationship or whatever that looks like, or you go to school or you get out of school, like so many things that could happen in your twenties, like so many things. That's the other thing is we all have these such radically different lives going on that I think that the making friends conversation gets tough (laughs) and making friends is hard to begin with even if you're all like hanging out at school all the time (laughs) like it's still really hard to make friends and um I know this might be hard to believe for some of you who know me because I seem very chatty and outgoing all the time but I get super nervous making new friends like very much so and I know there are people who um 
uh, are even more shy, of course, than I, um, who is definitely a chatter, um, even in, <laughs> even with new people, but, um, people who are shy or maybe they don't really like kind of going up to people and asking questions and trying to start a conversation. And it can be really scary, especially if it's maybe been a while since you've done it, or, um, if you don't naturally love that kind of, kind of outgoing, um, uh, Uh, activities, then making friends can be especially tough. And I just want to talk about a couple things that I have done, um, that I have found really works amazing for making friends. Um, and it doesn't always work to be clear. It's not like as soon as you do this, you just automatically make friends. For example, um, if you like join a sports team or or an activity or a club or something, um, you are not guaranteed to just make friends. Like that's, (laughs) I think that's something that people talk about sometimes there'll be like, oh, you should just go and like join this thing. And I totally agree. I think going out and doing things you genuinely enjoy is a phenomenal way to meet people who also love that thing. And of course that's, you know, it helps if people who um, love the same things as you, it helps um, to do those things together. And then of course, create those connections. But there have been many times where I've joined clubs or activities or anything and not made like forever awesome friends from it. So I think that's something to just keep in mind. Like if that's the advice you've been hearing online is, um, or in podcasts or, or, or whatever, um, just like, Oh, go join things. It's like, well, first of all, timing is a big thing and budget is a big thing for a lot of people. And, um, it also does not work that you just automatically make a friend. Like that's not how that always works. And sometimes it is, and it's amazing when that happens, but I do think that activities are, I really view like going and doing activities, joining clubs or or sports or, um, uh, you know, organizations or whatever, like doing things you genuinely love that connect you with other people who love those things. Um, I think that it is awesome because what it's doing is it's like putting it out into the universe that you are trying to connect with people. It doesn't always mean that as soon as you come back from your first book club meeting, you'll like have a list of new friends, especially if you're on the more shy side and maybe you're not like going up to people and talking or, um, you know, trying to start conversation or whatever. Maybe just no one there you like super made an instant connection with. Maybe it's going to take a a bit of a longer time. Um, and I think that's normal, (laughs) but I do think that it's putting it out into the universe and kind of almost putting it out to yourself. Like it's really telling yourself that you are putting yourself out there and are ready to make connections. And so that to me is, is more the purpose of doing those kinds of things. Um, instead of just thinking you're going to attend like one, I don't know, as I said, book club meeting and being like, Oh, now I have all these friends. And I think if you go into that, it can be discouraging, but instead, if you really look at it, it's like, well, I first of all get to do this thing I love, which is talk about books. I don't know why I picked book club as an example, but I did just finish reading earlier today. So maybe that's why. Um, but just, yeah, for example, it's, you know, if you love talking about books or love reading, that's great. Um, and so you get to do something you love that's a plus. Um, the other plus is you get to connect with other people who love that also a plus. Um, and then your chances, that's what I, way I look at it for myself anyway, is that my chances of connecting with some of those people on a deeper level and maybe wanting to be, um, you know, friends maybe outside of this club or even just at the club, just knowing that when I arrive at book club, I have people sit with and I really enjoy talking with them or whatever. Um, my chances of that go up. And so that's the way I look at it because, um, I've definitely, yeah, joined things and it just, I just didn't find somebody that I really genuinely love to connect with more often. And that that's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's definitely the way I look at it. So activities are totally, um, 
totally valuable. And especially when we moved, that was something I thought of and I had to challenge myself and go, you know, join a few things and all of that. Um, and that has been wonderful. And it's definitely a really solid way, as I said, to like bring up your chances of connecting with people and making really great new connections. Another thing though, that I have found works really well is friends of friends. And this, again, this doesn't always work, but, um, being open to meeting new people that your friends are already friends with, like even your friends, coworkers, or maybe your friend is in a book club and they love their book club and they want to invite you. And maybe you don't even like book club that much, but being open to meeting the friends of the people you're already friends with is huge. Um, for us moving here, that was a really, really big thing. And we're so, so blessed that when we moved here, we knew a couple people who already lived here and then immediately connected with a lot of their friends. And it's not that it always happens that easily for sure, but, um, that's again, increasing your chances is by being like open and willing to connect with the people that your friends are already friends with. So that's an, a big one that I think, um, yeah, is, is really awesome because again, it's the, we share a love of the same friend, so maybe we'll connect. <laughs> and that doesn't always happen right off the bat. It's not like you always make that instant friend connection, but, um, I think it's a really fantastic way to make friends as an, uh, in your twenties for sure. Um, Yes, yeah, so there's that one. And then the last one I was going to talk about, which is something I don't hear as many po- people talk about, is the online. And this especially is amazing if you are like active on a platform. And um, for me, it's Instagram, where I've made most of my online friends. And I've actually made a lot of friends from Instagram. <laughs> I know that's a little silly, but um, some of them stay Instagram friends and I will message them and we'll send, you know, memes back and forth and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but I've actually created a lot of in-person connections from Instagram and mostly it comes from me finding people who maybe live in the place I live or live close to it and just following them and just becoming their online friend and, you know, liking their stories and responding to their, the things they post. And if we genuinely get along and have maybe a similar sense of humor or like the same things or both have similar hobbies or whatever it is, um, every once in a while, um, I will just say like, Hey, I think we should hop on a call or I think we should grab a coffee or whatever it is. Um, I do this a lot with kind of business friends. So friends who maybe work in similar industries to uh, that I do those kinds of things. And, um, you'd be shocked. Like, I think (laughs) we all as 20 somethings are keen to make more connections. And, um, if you are on a platform a lot, then it makes sense that you're going to make connections on there. And then sometimes it makes sense to move that to in-person. And again, this doesn't always work. Sometimes I, I, you know, I'll grab a coffee with someone and maybe we just don't like hit it off and maybe we just continue to be online friends. That's great as well. Um, but I've, I've made some really solid connections through that and just being willing to, again, being willing to (laughs) send the message, comment on some, what someone's doing, um, and ask them for, to do something, ask to go on a walk or a hike or a, Uh, I don't know. I've even invited people like over to have dinner. That's obviously if you like know them and have interacted with them somewhat, somewhat. but, um, I do think that online is a great spot, uh, to make connections, um, if done very openly and, and genuinely and not, um, not just randomly, obviously inviting people over. I hope that's not what that sounded like (laughs) at all. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's, those are kind of some big areas that me being in my twenties and talking to lots of friends who also are, are, you know, wanting to make friends and those kinds of things. Um, and maybe don't have school that they're going to, or a huge team at work to build friends out with. Um, those are ways that I think have worked well for, for me and people I know, um, that I would recommend. Um, the last thing I wanted to really talk about though, is, um, like having friends and, 
having friends as an adult is really what I want to talk about. Talked about kind of what has really shifted my perspective of friendship and then, you know, making friends and, and how that's worked for me. Um, but a big thing that I want to talk about is the having friends because, and really mostly I have one thing to say about it, which is actually, okay, I'm gonna take that back. I have two things to say about it. Number one is, um, appreciate your friends. And this is so real. Um, so something that I catch myself needing to do more of, um, and it's, appreciating the people who are there for you. And again, I really was noticing that a lot in the past few weeks with um, different experiences and um, in the past few months with moving to a new place and feeling so grateful that there are people who are open to connecting and wanting to um, uh, build relationships uh, with someone who's new to new to the city. Um, but also just um, sending texts that you, um, you know, sending texts saying like, hey, how's your week going? Um, asking to do FaceTimes, um, sending emails back and forth, sharing funny things, um, like just being appreciative and saying it and saying like, hey, I really appreciate you. Like, I know not everyone is that forward with their love and, and, and appreciative, <laughs> appreciativeness, appreciation, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I do think that really knowing when you have supportive, loving people in your life and really being so grateful for that and showing them in different ways and, and just remembering to do that. I think sometimes we, we as 20 somethings can get caught up in our life and our routines and our stresses and all those things. And sometimes it is just really important to send a message, book a call, um, you know, ask if they want to do something fun. Um, it's just really important to appreciate. And sometimes your schedules are not going to work out. So sometimes appreciation looks like, you know, understanding when people have a lot going on or supporting them through a hard time and knowing maybe they're not going to, you know, want to go do a bunch of things lately or, um, you know, just whatever that appreciation can look like for the friends that you have. And, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping I'm making sense. I'm feeling a little starting to get sleepy. So I'm hoping all these sentences are stringing together properly. Um, but yeah, I think the being very appreciative is a big thing about adult friendships that I remind myself of often. And um, if you needed a reminder, um, text your friends and call them and see how they're doing and say that you appreciate them. And sometimes people do that in different ways, like gifts or quality time or sending sweet messages or checking in on you or whatever that looks like. But just remembering to do that um, if you really truly have amazing people in your life is such a big deal, um, especially as we are all um, young adults navigating the craziness that is um, our lives and the world. Um, and the other thing is <laughs> to really understand that um, it kind of goes to the empathy point I was talking about, about the, the appreciation, which is really understanding that everyone's life looks really different um, in your 20s and honestly in your 30s and 40s and all of that. Like as adults, everyone's lives look really, really different. And so really understanding that, that I've had to catch myself like several times for sure where I'll have to say like, oh, you know, um, this person, you know, has a lot going on right now. And so they're not, they don't have, you know, the space or the time to kind of see each other as often as maybe I'd like, or, or maybe as we'd like or whatever. And just really having a lot of patience on that and really understanding and, and hoping that they would do the same for you. I think that's what I always go back to. Um, and this goes with honestly, when friendships kind of shift too. like, I won't talk to certain friends for months and months and months. And then if we reconnect, like it can be so, so amazing. And just remembering like the people genuinely, <laughs> um, have a lot going on or sometimes, you know, only have so much energy they can put into different relationships. And, um, 
I, and knowing that you are the same and knowing that you obviously only have so, so much time and energy and, and space for, um, different things at different times. And just having a lot of patience around that. Like I, you know, I've even have friend, had friends where we'll just like drift apart for a long, long time or, but if I ever saw them, you know, walking around or I, I ran into them or something, I'd be so excited to see them. And I think just having that, like no hard feelings, we all are these, you know, humans interacting with, the world around us and just knowing that everyone's doing their best and um, just keeping that in mind, especially with friendships in your 20s, I feel like is so, so important because everyone does have such different things going on. And um, it's generally not about you if things kind of shift away for a little bit, or maybe you connect with one person for like, uh, you know, and you see each other all the time for a short period of time. And maybe knowing that that's not going to be the way it is forever um, is good. And it's it's a good thing um, to know that. Um, okay. I feel like I've talked for long enough here, folks. I hope that, um, this episode, uh, was valuable. I hope that, um, you can relate to some of my adult friendship (laughs) comments and thoughts and insights. And, um, yeah, I just, just so you are aware, I, um, if you are a friend of mine, I so appreciate you and I so, um, yeah, value you. And sometimes, um, we just don't all get to connect as often as we'd like. And I have to remember that personally as well. Um, and I think, yeah, knowing that just makes friendships better and, um, makes your experience with connecting with people better too. Okay. I am done. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, and if you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast yet, it would mean the absolute world to me if you did. And I will chat with you all next week. Bye.